Welcome to episode 199 of the Muck Podcast, a member of the Odd Pods Media Network. Listen in as we discuss the dark and sometimes weird true stories in American politics. I'm Tina <laughs> I'm Hillary Doherty. I tried to get through you it. You did so good, but you did so good. So I was just stuck up when you said this is episode 199. I was like, By the way, I just want to let everybody know there's still no fucking plan for next week. No, no. Here's the plan. We're going to do a, a episode 250 because 250 is half of 500. What? Yeah. Wait no? a minute, we're not celebrating 200? <laughs> I don't know. Are we, what if we don't make it to 250? I mean, what the fuck is this? That's the big plan. I asked you last week, we need a plan. And Tina comes back with, no, we'll just 50 more episodes. Holy shit. That's a lot, bro, by the way. That's a lot. It's a lot. It's another, what, year? That's a year. <laughs> <laughs> That's how busy Tina is. She's like, Whoa. put it off. <laughs> so we're not going to celebrate 200. So fuck all, fuck it all. Although for 100, we did a regular episode. We, we did, did really good stories. We, we had yeah. a story that was like fucking monumentous. Like, can we do something yeah. like that? Maybe share a story or. Oh, maybe. Let's think about it. We'll figure, you know what? Tune in next, next week. And it's, there's gonna we, be there's literally not gonna be a conversation about this. I can guarantee you. Holy shit! By the way, let me tell you a little funny thing about my Halloween costume last week. So oh. you know, I was Magnum PI. It was and hot. Everybody it was loved it. Very hot. So I went to celebrate with the Dolphins, the Dolphin Democrats. I worked the door over at Wicked Manners, which is so much fun because you get to see everybody coming in. The costumes are amazing. And I was putting bracelets on people And they do all like night. the little, pe- the, like, don't like families come earlier yeah, in the yeah, day yeah, at like yeah. 530 yeah. or something. So I was there for like four and a half hours doing this. Wow. I was fucking exhausted. It is like thousands of people. It just doesn't stop. It doesn't fucking stop the whole time. So a couple of people, three, three people were like, Magna P.I. <laughs> like I took a selfie with me. Like he was so fucking excited. Magna P.I. This is what the rest of the people guessed. Okay. Ready? Burt Reynolds. I mean, okay, that's that's, that's a fair, what I said. That's I said a fair you're in, I said you're in the right guess. region. Smoking the bandit. Yeah, we're in the right region. Okay. But no, you'd have to have a hat. I mean, yeah. Ace Ventura. What? I he doesn't mean, even have a mustache. I, this girl, I wanted to slap her. Okay. Ace Ventura? Um, Tiger King. Tiger, Tiger King. Tiger King? Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't have a I didn't have a mullet. So I don't know what the fuck's going on here. Sir, so all a bunch of guys were like, "Thank you, sir," and I was like, hey, "Get the fuck out! I got people coming in. Get the fuck out! Go, go, go! Get the fuck out of here, Mario, Mario." Then this girl said to me in the cutest, like, broken English accent, "Are you tropical Mario?" I said, Aww. "Tropical Mario." I was so furious, and Paulie was next to me. I go, "Are you listening to this, <laughs> Tropical Mario?" And I said. I'm sorry. Is that a thing? Is tropical Mario a thing? You're you're throwing shit against the wall, ma'am. This is not right. I'm like, no, I'm Magnum PI. I was so mad. And then my favorite was this cutest, the cutest guy I've ever seen. This little, you know, gay guy. He's fumbling, trying to get his money. By the way, they all pull their money out of their G-string oh. to hand it to you. It's like Hi. it's right from the ball sack. It comes yeah. out. Okay. Nice and toasty. Yeah. And he goes, you know what your face looks like? I was like, fuck. It's 11 o'clock on Halloween. I know my face is not looking like I'm exhausted, but okay. He goes, your eyes look like Katy Perry. Oh. And your face is meeting Amy Poehler. And I was like, that is the nicest thing anybody's That's ever adorable. said to me. I said, go for free. Go in, go in, go in, get out. Oh my God. What a sweet angel. So that was fun. 
I had a good Halloween. Oh, that sounds fun. Except I, I didn't realize that Magnum PI was that obscure. I don't. Are we getting to that point where Magnum PI is obscure? Maybe. I maybe mean, we are. Maybe. Okay. So were the people guessing? Okay. So the only people who knew who I was was three dudes were the white straight dudes walking in with their girlfriends or wives. Like that's what it was. I think my demographic was off there. <laughs> And so when the third guy said, like he was so excited, I go, I am hitting a certain age group <laughs> here that I'm starting. Now I got it. Now, oh and that's not gosh. the demographic that was walking into Wicked Manners. You know yes. what I mean? They weren't twinks, <laughs> the people yeah, who knew. No. Okay. I did Halloween. I So we, off, for the past few years, have done Halloween with my dear friend, Karen, yeah. and her um, niece and nephew. I didn't see her niece this year, but... Um, it's always fun cause it's always like a large group of kids, you know, there was at least, I don't know, 15 kids and, you know, they just walk around the neighborhood, come back and we're kind of trailing far behind. And one of the, the daughters of, um, one of the women walking with us kept going, parents keep walking. Cause we would just like stop and talk. And then they would be like, we're over here. And then we <laughs> kind of keep going, but it was really cute. Nice. Yeah, and I was dressed up like, um, you know, the Gatsby era. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Your costume looked awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So. Look at you. Well, let's get into it. Oh. Because I have so much to say this week. Oh, good. I have Girl, a couple of things. I have a couple of things. Let me say something real quick because it's infuriating. When this session starts and you start to hear about, like, what oh. these lawmakers are talking about, it's wild times in Florida. Yeah. It and ha- I know it has nothing to do with what's important. P.S. I, he- I say that every time. I say that every time. Yeah. But here's the fucking crazy shit I heard this week or I read this week. Republican state lawmakers are proposing starting like to personally invest in insurance companies to start their own personal insurance company and have other state lawmakers invest. They were then asking investors, other lawmakers, if they want to invest in starting a homeowner's insurance company. Wait, no. That's and they're a, promising of, how do you do and they're that? promising 165 percent return in five years because they know what they know we all know catch, they know how to get the yeah, system they know what we all know wow. that you are you can make tons of money in florida you have to be kidding this, me hillary i'm not fucking kidding you one of the Wait people approached was our friend jason P- senator jason pizzo and you know what he said Sounds like you're trying to make money off of the Florida, Florida, the people in Florida. Doesn't sound like a good idea. Doesn't sound like no. a good, a wise investment to me. I can't even believe that this would be legal in any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. So instead of being outraged and trying to fix this situation, they're like, they're like, oh. let's take advantage and make some money off of this. Yeah. Why not? It's not like I'm sitting in a position where I can actually help anybody here. Let's just fuck the rest of them like everybody wow. else, like the rest of. The- can you imagine though, like then they start squeezing out any remnants of insurance companies in the state? Yeah. So then they can just continue to be the full, uh, like profiting fully yeah. from it. Millions I did not of dollars. Hear this. You can make millions and millions of dollars. I did not off of this. hear this. Yeah. Well, maybe can I run for office? I mean, I mean it's the craziest shit I've ever heard. One hundred sixty-five percent return. This cannot be legal. I don't I, know. Listen, you can't. It's one office. particular lawmaker that was saying it, and I. It sounds like the rest of them were like, "Bro, cut it, cut it, cut it." But like, what an idea to propose out there in the public! What a thing to say when people are tr- like literally like drowning yeah. in debt. Yeah. When when there's people who 
who um, own their homes outright and have to mm-hmm. not pay for insurance and hope by yeah. the grace of God that no storm comes by because they won't be able to fix anything. And what interest does he have in fixing the system that he's now profiting from? Oh my God. Right? It's, it's the most evil wow. shit I've ever fucking heard. Wow. Evil, evil. What else? What else do you got? So one thing I just thought was funny is that our Florida Senator Rick Scott um, decided to endorse Trump over DeSantis. (laughs) Saw that today. And I laughed so hard when I saw that because I'm like, this tool can't even get people in his own state to support him. Yeah. This, this, and then everyone with these boots, these boot pictures. I am obsessed with this. These Politico boots. did a whole fucking you know how, thing. Yes, I said that but to he's you. got different boots. Yeah, but he hired. They hired three in like people who work on boots or some shit. Yes, like and to they, they all said there's lifts in the boots. Well, he is trending every day on Twitter for something like this. Yes. For this. For this. Yes. <laughs> um, and my God, what an ego crusher that is. Yeah. Like he. This is a man who doesn't give a fuck. That he's taking the rights away from women's and women and girls. He's bankrupting people for health and for for homeowners insurance. That he's canceling uh, Black history and LGBTQ folks, trying to eliminate the ex- erase the existence of trans people in this state. Forget all that. He is so people are more obsessed with his boots and what's going on with that, those boots. There's nothing going on in those boots. And it says that he's five eleven. What? Where, what do you think? Where does it say that? On his, oh, it was on, <laughs> I know what it was. It was on his college baseball, like, stats. So he was 5'11". Well, I mean, I feel like those are probably yeah. pretty accurate. Yeah. So what, he's trying to just be 6'1"? Yeah, because, uh, and then there's also this theory that, like. He just doesn't want to be under six foot? Apparently, there's also this theory that when the taller of the candidates is usually the one that wins. Except in the case of, like, oh Biden and Rom- or, uh, Obama and Romney. But, like. That's Come usually on. a thing. Come on. Come on. Also, Trump Come and on. Biden. Trump is taller than Biden. And yeah. he and he didn't win. So I have Ugh, no idea. I'm 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 hearing just worrisome things about potential losses in twenty twenty four. Yeah. Just because of what's happening right now. Um, with Israel and Palestine and and Michigan. um, It doesn't look good. And I said this when we started, when we talked about this, I said, I don't like the idea. Listen. It's a slippery slope. It's a a stage, okay? Politics is a stage. It's a show. And what his, Biden's reaction to what was happening in Israel and Palestine was always going to affect uh, the election. Yeah. And so... It's been now, I said last week, are we going to go take a pause? Are we going to do a ceasefire? Some, some today people, he some asked, Democrats are now asking for. Today he literally said pause to Israel. Okay. So now today is November 2nd. So I don't know. It says a quarter of the buildings in Palestine are gone. A quarter of them. If you look at these satellite oh, pictures, I can't. it's I, devastation I can't what's happening there. And so I, I don't know. You know, it's a it's a... I don't know. It's it's a fine line between like you should be able to say I want innocent people to yes. to, to not be killed and not be called anti-Semitic. Like that's right. I, you know that's I know that's a thing. Like when I say ceasefire, that's not anti-Semitic. That's ridiculous. But right. there are people online and in real life 
going after the Jewish people and anti-Semitic things. Oh, no, it's it's outrageous, and that's not right. fucking nuts. No, it's dangerous. I mean, they're going after kids at school. They're, I mean, at colleges. It's really bad. It's so bad, and that's not the answer. No. That's not the answer because the the Jewish folks living here and even the Jewish people in, in Israel, again, like they're under leadership. Just like here, like if Trump is in charge and he's doing things like... It, you can't put the sole blame on all of the American people because not everybody is in line with what their leader is doing. Right. And I think we just have to look at this as that there, there are innocent people on both sides that are being harmed. And like, can we just stop? Oh, oh my God. It's, uh, it's, it's devastating. Scary. It's scary. And, and when those buildings go down, they're, they're digging through rubble uh, looking I, for people. I know. I mean, it is fucking wild. And- they're now, the Israeli troops have invaded the country. They're in. They're in the country. So it's not just lobbying bombs now. So uh, what is, I, again, I ask, can we, can anybody tell us what the end game is here? What's the end of this? Uh, there's no way that there is a plan. No, I mean. It's, it's crazy. I, I, and again, it's going to affect his election. And, and, and I think he's done very well by Israel right now. And I think he's trying to do better by Palestine. And when I say by Palestine, I mean the people who are who have no way out. Egypt does not want to take anybody. There's no way out. So what are we doing to get people out who are innocent people and to get ref- the the hostages out? Like what the fuck are we doing? And 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 Trump is saying that like let's not forget the Muslim ban. Like the second he was elected, he had a Muslim ban, yep. and he was at and we're at the airports trying to help people that are coming into the country. He is going to cancel student visas if you're from from anywhere. I if mean, you're a sympathizer with Palestine, your visa out. will be canceled. Lindsey Graham like uh, said, let me find the quote. He says that there's no limit of Palestinian deaths that would make him question Israel. That is a it's dangerous. Well, it's a dangerous, 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 dangerous. It's wild, statement. and this is someone who is not new to the game. He he is the fact that this fucking guy keeps getting reelected too is wild I to know. me. Lindsey Graham, what are y'all doing? What's that in South Carolina, North? Uh, I think he's South, I think Carolina. South Carolina. What are y'all doing? I don't know. What are well, you doing? It's South Carolina. He's calling for the deaths of innocent people. Uh, I mean, he did say, um, you know. There's no limit, but here's what you need to do. Be smart. Let's try to limit civilian casualties the best we can. Let's put humanitarian aid in areas so that protect why? the innocent. I'm all for that. So but why this, isn't that the only statement? Why yeah. do you have to say there's no limit? Like, right. my God. It's and, so, and, um, and I think we can all recognize that Hamas is a terrorist organization. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, of course. Like, and, 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 and that is not good. And, and they um, should not be inflicting harm on uh, these Israelis either. You know what I mean? But it's it's... Oh, it's, it's scary. It and, is and, scary. And, 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 you know, again, like we are very lucky as Americans because, you know, save for the Civil War, American Revolution, you know, and yes, I know 9-11 was a terrorist attack in Pearl Harbor. Okay. But I'm talking about like we never had to actually live through a war. We've never had to see the devastation of what a war does to our buildings, to our communities, to where we live and how we live. We've never really had to endure that in hundreds yeah. of years. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and so I think we need to think about that, like, because we can imagine the horrors of it, but we can't really, we can't really imagine the horrors of it. And and for for people to sit here and, and 
kind of make judgments and all of that. It's like, dude, like you're, you're coming some, from such a place of privilege where we don't ever experience that. You know, like Europe devastated World War I, World War II. You know what I mean? Like we, we didn't have that here. And then the, all the wars in the Middle East, like, like uh, we're very lucky. Well, and just like everything else today, <sighs> it's social just... media just <sighs> amplifies it. I don't know if you saw that story about Twitter, because I'm never calling it X, but, you know, you have to pay to have your check mark now. It's so like, That's stupid. the verification yeah. is this check mark, right? So anybody can do it. So they, they, did, a, they did a study, and since this whole thing went into effect, which was what, like f- fucking six months ago or something, 700% of misinformation on Twitter is shared by these verified accounts. Right. Cause they're not verified. It's, but they're all trolls. Right. It's always the trolls yeah. with these check marks. And think about it. Like think about the kids, the younger people that are on these accounts. Like I, I it's worrisome. Like I worry so much for my kids and like, mm. you know, um, what, what's coming up in their feed? You know, are they getting alpha male shit? You know what I mean? Like what is the stuff? Like that, who's that guy? Andrew uh, Tate. Andrew Tate. Like, and those like bros that want to like copy Andrew Tate. Like, you know, do they watch one video and then now another video comes into the, you know what I mean? Like how did the, the algorithm, how does it work? And how do we protect our kids from this bullshit that they see in these quick little bites that are being imprinted in their heads? Like I went through the phone and I went through and I, I blocked a bunch of websites a bunch, I like, I went on this thing. I was like, what are like all the bad websites that kind of share this like weird, like a uh, incel, like, you know, like all this like crazy, like 4chan shit. And I went and I, I put blocks on it. So like my kids' phones, like they can't access those websites. They can't get information. And then I put keywords where I like, if videos or things come up with those keywords, like they won't get them. That's what I'm doing. Cause I'm worried. I'm really afraid. And maybe I'm overly afraid, but like, there's too much bad information out there. And for young people who are on these things to be able to sift through and have the critical thinking to really decipher between what is good information and bad, especially even with like the Israel-Palestine issue. You know what I mean? Like what information are they getting and are they making good judgments about the media that they're consuming? I don't know. I it's, don't know either, but, bad. Try, but bad. also I would say, please have faith in you yourself as a parent. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I know. But like, like you're... What you feel, your husband the same way, progressive, it's not going to be, it's not falling on deaf ears. You know what I mean? These people are fucking insane. Yeah. I mean, they're insane. And it's, speaking of insane, um, <laughs> the Democrats have found my email address this week, honey. Oh. Starting last week, I get at least six emails a day asking me for money mm. from the Biden all the way down. I got an email from somebody. I don't know where the motherfucker was, Wisconsin. And I'm oh, like, how I did get- this guy get my, how, please stop selling my information. Yes. Please, it my, doesn't make me want to go when it says, hey, Hillary, in this weird fucking, yes. please don't address like, me computer. Or, yeah, or it's like, you know, this is the last email I'm going to send. You know, I get yeah. those kind of ones. Oh, and yeah. The thing with that is like my email address now sucks because I can't even, I don't even know when I get emails from people that I know because I'm so bombarded with like so much like Democrat like spam fuck it so i I gotta go through and and like actually do like that whole like unsubscribe to a mail because it's too much i cannot sift through my mail oh i have a whole junk email that i sent if like i buy something online or whatever i use my junk email because i know they sell that shit yeah but the democrats need to stop asking me for money and here's another here's another reason why whoo girl 
Oh, I have one more thing. Oh, oh go, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, let me do one because you're going to go All into right, something go good. Ahead, and go and, and well, I just wanted to point out, uh, on, on a, it was a, it's George Santos. Oh, God, yeah. This guy, not expelled. Did you see the quote that he used? He was not expelled. Yeah, but did you see the quote? He put, he put out a tweet that he then deleted, and it was a picture of him like leaning back, and he had a cartoon crown on. <laughs> and do you know the quote that it said? Oh, what? If you come at the king, you best not miss. Oh. Sound familiar when I talk wow. about Omar Little from The Wire last week? Wow. Or two weeks ago? Yeah. Wow. This is a guy who lied about his background. This is a guy who lied to Congress. This is a guy who allegedly was stealing funds from donors and collecting allegedly unemployment. But he stole credit card numbers but, from, from one of his donors. But Democrats voted against it. There was there was like thirty yeah. Democrats that voted against expelling this guy. What are you guys doing? So here's the explanation. What is happening? I don't care. <laughs> well, How about Raskin, that? Jamie, I think it's Jamie Raskin. He's a yeah. house rep. He would you would recognize him from like that January sixth hearings. He said that it's not fair without a some sort of criminal investigation. Well, they're doing an ethics probe. Right. Now. Like that needs to be con- go through first before we can do that. All right. That so just waste time, spend money. Yeah. Go ahead. I guess we'll wait and see. Yeah. But I agree. We can't have, it's a distraction <laughs> I mean, to the real issues that we still, we got this new big MAGA dick Mike in there <laughs> and this motherfucker can't get aid to Israel. Can't get aid to Ukraine. Can't balance the budget. Can't get a budget pass. You it's see ha- this? It's, it's insane. He's trying to give money, but then not put money at the border and then not put money in Ukraine. He's trying to do this game and he's now starting to understand why. What's that stupid big bird's name? Who was uh, McCarthy couldn't get shit done. Yeah. Because you got squirrels knocking at your door every five minutes with wanting some more nuts. It's insane. Got these nutty our government is, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. The our government is insane. Gates, Marjorie oh, Taylor Greene, they're, they're fucking nuts. <laughs> My favorite thing that was how Ga- uh, uh, Mar- uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene hates Lauren Boebert now. And it's just like calls oh, her out. It's my favorite. Yeah, like, all these but, big but, titties are But fighting. again, <laughs> can we just, can we just get people who want to work? Like, no. I don't understand. That's the other thing. The like, people who want to work can't do anything. They, they go they, away. They yeah. held them hostage for three weeks because uh. they couldn't get a fucking speaker in, in there. To, they couldn't get work done. They held them there. They were supposed to be back in their districts. And they're getting work. paid. Yeah. And then, and then, and then they got this guy in can, here now. Can this happen to me? I would love to go for weeks without working. Did you see that that guy, Mike Johnson said that his, his wife was on her knees praying for him to get this thing. Girl. Oh, by the way, here's the other thing they're investigating. Cause here's the thing, Mike Johnson, Johnson. you want to step out of the spotlight? Here it comes. Now they're investigating you. All these reporters yeah. are like, who is this guy? Anyway, let's pull these files out and see. <laughs> Never <sighs> filed a finance tax, not a, fi- a finance form. Never filed it. No, he's never shown, has not shown income on a, on a, on a form he's turned in in seven years. How is this? Who is That's vetting the, but That's who fishy. is vetting these forms when you turn in the yeah. form? No money. Isn't there a checklist? No Isn't income. there someone that goes, okay, yeah, we got this form yeah. and we got that form. Oh, sorry. You're, this is yeah. incomplete. Yeah. Where's the money? You can't run unless everything's complete. How is this happening? But here's the thing. It's like what the go- U.S. government is the most incompetent like, thing that I've ever seen in my life. I don't even have the words. Here's what I know. I don't even have the words. Here's what I know. Fuck. We've been doing this podcast long enough that I know 
That is the red flag the size of the state of Florida. <laughs> all right? You want to turn your forms in? Send it here. I'm going to put a big, giant red flag on it. Because if y'all don't know, we fucking know. We know. Yes. And where's he getting money? Where's the money, Lebowski? Wow. Where's the money, Lebowski? Yes. Oh, I just watched that the other night. <laughs> I just watched that Where the other night. Where is it? Where is it? Because something's fishy out down there Ooh, in New Orleans, right? Uh, okay, so my last thing, speaking of money, I, anything okay. I can tie in. All right, listen, okay. listen, 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 listen. Okay, I, I'm going to try to get through this without laughing too hard. So the Florida Dems had their con- state convention last yeah. weekend dismal dismal outturn uh turnout whatever anyway but beside the point i watched this first it was i i was obsessed obsessed with it this weekend watching twitter right the videos were fucking hilarious second of all they put like a recap video out on monday oh they did mm. the speeches i the the level of delusion at the Florida Democratic Party is staggering. It's fucking staggering to see speech after speech of the demands of what we need to do and how we're going to take the state back in 24. Oh yeah, that is Are a you swing state. That's out the of Florida your fucking minds. Are you out of your fucking minds? How about a little bit of truth and a little bit of honesty? You've been selling the same pile of garbage to these fucking morons for 40 years. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? We're not taking back shit in 2024. Get fucking real. Stop yeah. lying to the, 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 the handful of fucking old fuckers who wheel out to fucking Orlando last weekend. You should have seen this crowd. You should have seen the crowd. They had defibrillators at every table. <laughs> it's fucked. It's fucked up. All right. I'm sorry. I can't help it. But my God. There the was a small youth presence. All, there was. All right. Yes. Okay. We know the good people that were we there. Know, I'm not there trying was, to yes. d- downplay Listen. it. There was good people. Maxwell Frost yes. was there. But again, stop dragging this kid out too to like build your shit up he's one Listen. person out of an entire state what the fuck are you talking about yeah just please they need to change the playbook yeah please. they need and to by change the, way, the playbook by the way by the way by the way maybe i shouldn't say that I, there was a speech done that i i want to take this person and slap him across the face so fucking hard how dare you also how the fuck do you sleep at night Ooh. bro how the fuck do you sleep at night? I know how. A cushy dollar bills under your pillow from all the fucking campaigns you've lost. Wow. Oh, no. Now you're grifting over here getting money. Wow. I'm sorry. How long do we allow the same fucking people to run around this state like they know what the fuck they're doing? I'd rather take my chances with a consultant they're flying in from Who knows Denmark. Where. Yeah. Who knows Florida? I know Florida. I'd yeah. rather take my chance with that motherfucker than someone who doesn't have a proven track record here. I'm sick of it. And I'm sick of the fucking lies. 2024 will be a bigger bloodbath here than 22. I, you know, I'm when sorry. We, when we, We're going to lose the Rick Scott race. I don't oh know. God. I have faith in her, but I don't, I don't know. This guy's got a $300 million I mean. to sitting there waiting to spend. I, I just wish that we for once would be honest with the people sitting there and don't and tell say, them we're taking back 24. We're not. It's going to take decades. Yeah. Tell them what the, and by the way, what's the plan? So here's the worst part. Yeah, so all it, this happens. Yeah. I watch this video. I'm like vomiting. 
I, I, I got to tell you, I try so hard to be positive. I just can't. I, I, it's just so sickening. Then they put a tweet out that I saw red, okay? They want, they're asking for $24,000 in donations. Oh, yeah. So they can go back on the road and continue to tour Florida. They want to go back on the road because the last tour was so successful, right, guys? Because talking to grandmas and grandpas at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on a fucking Wednesday was so successful, right? This is how we work on off years is we tour around Florida and glad hand the same fucking Democratic volunteers you've had for 30 years. What fucking universe is this a real thing that you guys think is working? Who's telling you this is working? <laughs> There's no elected official or candidate in this state of Florida that's telling you that you're doing a good job and that what you're doing is working. It, there's no fucking way. We need to walk out of this delusional bubble you motherfuckers are working in. <laughs> We're suffering out here. We are the suffering. The Democrats are, could turn the state around. We could make good inroads everywhere we turn. But what's the plan? You want $24,000? And by the way, I retweeted that. And I asked the question that nobody's fucking asking. Where's the million dollars you promised to clubs and caucuses in Florida for voter outreach back in June or July? Where's the million dollars, bro? Where the fuck is it? You stood at a stage in fucking Florida blue and you promised a million dollars to clubs and caucuses. We all heard what that plan was. Well, at least I heard it from people who were involved. Right. That the play, the clubs and caucuses are going to get money for voter already. outreach. Yeah. Got, you got to put the plan together. Give us the plan and we're going to give you the money. Has any club and caucus in the state of Florida gotten money? Has any club or caucus applied for money? That How much has been given out? Where's the million dollars you promised? How dare you ask for more money to go back on the road for your tour? When you haven't given clubs and caucuses the money they need, it is November 2023. And we are tour. a year away from an election for president and for fucking Senate in this state. Where's the money, Lebowski? And why why are they going on a tour? Why not do a whole voter outreach campaign? We are we talked about it a few weeks ago. We are so far behind voter registration in this state. And in counties that are blue counties, <sighs> we are further and further behind. And, you know, to use this stupid metaphor, you know, we talk about building the bench, right? This sports metaphor of like the next generation of people. We need to change the playbook, right? If the play isn't working, that stupid uh, University of Michigan just got in trouble because one of their coaches went with the camera and he's, he's filming them for the signals and stuff. Why don't you guys go spy? You guys yeah. need to go spy on some Republicans yeah. and you need to get some uh, uh, tips. Yeah. Okay. You got to go steal whatever their playbook is so that you can beat them. No, you know what like, they're going to do? Like this is where we're at. You know what they're going to do to spy? Go steal, go find it, figure it <laughs> you out. You know what they're going to do? Tina did a story once that was so fucking good. It was all the ways that the, uh, the CIA invested oh, yeah. in spying. And one of the things they did is they trained cats. Oh yeah. They put little <laughs> cameras on them in Russia. And what happened? The first cat I went out of the test. That. It got run over by a yeah. car. That's what the Florida Democrats will do. You know what we need guys? We need $24,000 because we're going to 
gonna put cameras on a bunch of cats on and then we're gonna send them in we're yeah. in Florida then we're gonna send them into the fucking swamp <laughs> and see if we can get some tips on how the GOP is working fuck you oh by the God. way put that plan out I'll give you money okay if you tell me that's your plan I got fucking ten dollars right know. now let's do it let's here's do the it. plan if Nikki Free got a fucking ad together and said here's the fucking plan Right, I would give you money for yeah. that because at least I know somebody is in a dark room coming up with right. some fucking thing or something. Like, please, something. like I would like to see. This is what I would like to see. November twenty twenty three, we're gonna do X, Y, and Z, and then when that's done, December twenty twenty three. After those three steps are done, then we move into you know the next phase, and then when that's done, the next phase. Like, what are the phases? How are we? There are none. What is the rollout of the plan? But we need people registered. It's like they're more concerned with what they can show on social media, what they're doing as work. But that's what I mean. Here's more pictures from this. Here's a video of this. Here's a, bro, how does that equate, equate to voting? How does it equate to it? Like, what, what? And by the way, like, I don't know how much longer I can actually scream about this. It makes no fucking sense. I'm a little tiny nothing here. I'm nobody. I'm nobody. And again, I will say, if I'm the only one asking you the question and there's more important people than me that should be asking these questions, when you make promises to clubs and caucuses and you go around the state and you promise millions of dollars, a million dollars to people, and then you don't deliver, somebody else should be asking that question. Why aren't they? How dare you? What's worse, Manny Diaz who raised a couple million and disappeared for a year? or two, two years, never saw him again, <laughs> never or saw someone him. who goes all over the place, promises money, and doesn't, you don't see any. And, and here's the other, the other side of the coin. I get it. Who the fuck wants to give money to the Florida Dems? How is she going to get the money? How yeah. did you ever expect to get a million dollars to invest in voter registration when the party is so bad when you inherited it that nobody wants to give you money? Like, it's a fucking double-edged sword, but you also can't make promises you can't keep. You know what would be a good use of money instead of going on a tour in Florida? Like, go to Michigan, go talk to that governor, go oh. to go to states where seats have been won, in in seats that they thought the Democrats couldn't win, and go talk to what did they do? What was their plan? Like, there's got to be people out there with advice that could help us rethink and restructure Florida in some way. Yeah, I don't know. All right, we got to get moving here. Hey, I'm Pantsless Aaron. This is Stevie. And I'm Augie. And we are BFYTW, a podcast all about playing games and having fun. Our games are usually based on British panel shows and game shows, but we'll play anything that captures our attention and imagination. Why? It's right there in the title. You'll never guess what the F stands for. So today, okay. I will be. we're going to the Great White North, my oh. love. Canada. Oh! Oh, Canada! Oh, hi. Da- International Muck Day. Is that oh, okay? We're doing like it. We're that. doing International Muck. No, do it. I okay. Mean, let, let, again, it's our show. We do what we want. <laughs> Let's Blame get out of the USA. Canada. It's a shit show. Let's Blame go to Canada. Canada. Something, 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 something. Very good. I'm, I'm here for it. We're going to talk about Wing Commander in the Canadian Air Force, Russell Williams. Oh. So I don't know how I went down this hole on YouTube, but one day <laughs> I was watching, maybe it was a link I saw somewhere, and it's police co- confessions, oh. interrogations. Oh. And this one came up, and it's a couple hours long, you know? So you're kind of, it was, it was intense to watch it, but then it was like, because it was just, they presented all this stuff to him, and he was like, all right, yeah, 
all right, I did it, right? Like it was so fucked up. Like he wasn't trying to deny it. They just kept showing him evidence. And the the guy, the detective was just so smart because he knew this guy was really smart and he wasn't going to come in and be like, yo, I know you did it. He was just like, here, we have this and we have this. And he was like, yeah, all right, all right, all right. Oh, you know? okay. Okay, so I have the link to the interrogation if you're interested in watching it or the confession that he has. It's on YouTube, but I put the link in our notes. Okay, so David Russell Williams was born in Bromsgrove, Worcestershire, Shire, England, on March 7th, 1963. He's a Pisces. I hate this for myself. I hate that this motherfucker is a Pisces, but all right. His family <laughs> immigrated to Canada. They settled in Chalk River, Ontario. And after the relocation, they became friends with the Sofkos, which is another family. And his parents ended up getting divorced. And his mother, when he was six, his mother married Dr. Jerry Sofka, who is the the father in this other family, right? Oh, oh. So during this time, Williams took his stepfather's name and he moved to Scarborough, Ontario, a borough of Toronto. He completed his final two years of high school as a boarding student at Upper Canada College while his parents were in South Korea for the dad, the stepfather's work. In the final year in 1982, he was selected as a prefect for his boarding house. So oh. good student, oh, yeah, 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 well-behaved. Yeah. That's like in Harry Potter. Like the, exactly. the person in charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Williams then studied economics and political science at the University of Toronto Scarborough, graduating with a Bachelor of Arts degree in 1986. He then joins the Canadian Forces in 1987. He received his flying wings in 1990 and was posted to three Canadian Forces Flying Training School based at CFB Portage La Prairie um, and where he served for two years as an instructor. He was promoted to captain on January 1st, 1991, and he was posted to the 434th Combat Support Squadron at CFB Shearwater, Nova Scotia in 1992, where he flew in the Electric Warfare and Coastal Patrol Units. So Electric cool. Warfare is like the drones, right? Yeah. In 1994, he was posted at the 412th Transport Squadron in Ottawa, where he transported VIPs like the Queen of England and celebrities. Now that's a nice job. Yeah. That's a cool job. That's yeah. a cool job. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was then promoted to major in November 1999 and was posted in Ottawa where he served at the multi-engine pilot career manager. Is he um, cute? He sounds hot. Oh, he's not. He reminds me of somebody that I used to know, not anybody I was like involved in, but some a guy that was some like a something with the kids, like a coach or something. So I keep seeing his face, but no, no he's in good shape. Oh, but wreck up from the neck up. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's real. In June 2004, he was promoted to lieutenant colonel. And the following month, he was appointed commanding officer of the 437th Transport Squadron. And he held that post for two years. I'm not going to go through the rest of this. It's, not, it's just like boom, 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 military, military, military. He was located in Trenton, Otero, Ontario. The base also functioned as the point of arrival for the bodies of all Canadian forces personnel killed in Afghanistan and the starting point for funeral processions along the what they called the Highway of Heroes where the bodies would then go to an autopsy. Oh, God. So Williams was regarded as a model military officer over the course of his 23-year career. Okay. Amazing, right? Like, yeah. stand-up guy, everybody likes him. Doing his thing. Things good. Okay, so. Uh-oh. Here we go. On January 28th, 2010, Jessica Lloyd, who was 27 years old, disappears from her home <gasps> in Belleville, Ontario. Oh, no. Investigators oh, no. identified distinctive tire tracks left in the snow along the north tree line of her property, approximately 100 meters north of her home. One week after her disappearance, the Ontario Provincial Police conducted an extensive canvassing of all motorists using the highway near her home from 7 p.m. on February 4th, 2010 
to 6 a.m. the next morning looking for these tire tracks. Like, they were very distinct, right? Oh, I thought this guy would be some kind of jerk. He's killing people. Girl. Oh, no. Williams was driving his Nissan Pathfinder that day rather than the BMW he usually drove, and an officer noticed the resemblance of the tire tracks. Like, they were doing a point a, a check. You know what I mean? Like, we oh, stop. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I look at, you know, they usually check, this, like, a DUI checkpoint. Yeah. It was this kind of checkpoint, but we're looking at tires. And he was driving the same car he was driving that day. And oh no. So these were subsequently matched to the treads <gasps> near Lloyd's home. On February 7th, 2010, Williams was at his newly built residence in the Ottawa suburb of Westboro, where his wife lived full time and he lived part time because he would go back and forth to the base. Um, when he was called by the Ottawa Police Service and asked to come in for questioning. At 3 p.m. on February 7th, Williams was interrogated at police headquarters by OPP Detective Staff Sergeant James Smith. This guy's fucking brilliant. Go watch that interrogation. By 7.45 p.m. after being presented with the tire tread evidence linking him to Lloyd's disappearance, Williams began confessing <gasps> to his crimes. Oh, Plural. no. He disclosed his role in dozens of <gasps> crimes including multiple acts of breaking and entering and sexual assault <gasps> in and around Tweed and Orleans, Ontario, at locations close to the property owned by him, by Williams and his wife. He also disclosed where police could find evidence hidden inside his Ottawa home, including hidden keepsakes, photographs <gasps> taken of his victims and of himself posing in their underwear. It's the oddest thing. But did he kill these people? Mm, girl. Oh, Two women were killed. No. Williams then identified on a map where he disposed of Lloyd's body because she was still missing, remember? Leading them to the location early the next morning. So along with the murder charge, Williams was charged with breaking and entering, forcible confinement, and the sexual assault of two other women in connection with two separate home invasions near Tweed that occurred in September 2009. Oh, my God. And people did not suspect him at all. No, no. Like he just, no one, right. never on the radar. Right. It was only this random check. So psychologists, when I was reading these different articles, there were psychologists who were like, he's the most dangerous of like psychopaths because he can turn it off, right? He just Like blends. he has these, like these feelings about like the underwear, how it escalated into murder, like rape and murder. Yeah. But like he's been having these feelings, but he can turn it off. When he needs to be like the military yeah. guy. And his wife had no inkling that no. he was. So according to reports, so while he was confessing all this, he also confessed to another murder. And um, he confessed that he had bound both these women in their homes and then taken photographs of them. Um, so he was charged in the death of Corporal Marie France Camus, who was a 37-year-old military traffic technician based at CFB Trenton, who had been found dead inside her home in late 2009. So this all happened. He kills her first, and nobody knows, like, and so in that, did they have any suspects in her case? Or no. They, wow. And then within a few months, he kills Lloyd. Oh. Yeah. So a little bit about uh, the murder of Marie. He tells them that um, on November 16, 2009, he broke into her Brighton, Ontario home. And um, she was a military flight attendant, like I said, at so CFP Trenton. So did he know her? Like, did he pick her specifically? Or was no. it like, uh, it was just an opportunity? He watches them. So he watches oh, to so see he if they're alone. Oh he confirmed, God. like he he was confirmed that she lived alone with her two cats, and he took some pictures of himself in her underwear and then left. Like he broke into her home <gasps> and took pictures and then left. He returned eight days later after hiding in her basement for half an hour. Williams attacked Camille oh, with a flashlight, God. knocked her out, bound her, covered her mouth with duct tape, took some photos, and dragged her to up to the bedroom. Then he set up a video camera and <sighs> raped her repeatedly. 
as the Crown prosecutor described, who's the, the Crown, you know, prosecutor described, as she continued to struggle against him and begged him to leave and spare her life. He told her to shut up and put duct tape over her, the nose and she suffocated to death. Okay. Oh, my God. So hours after the announcement... You know, it's fucking awful. It's fucking awful. Hours after the announcement of William's arrest, police services across the country reopened unsolved homicide cases involving young women in areas where he had been previously stationed. Um, Of course, there weren't any other murders, but then all these other like break-ins where weird shit was taken, like underwear is taken. All this stuff starts coming out. Like women are like, yeah, somebody fucking broke into my house. And there was, oh my God, he's fucking awful. According to news reports, police began looking at other unsolved cases based on a full statement that Williams gave to the police. In addition to the four primary incidents, the investigation included probes into 48 cases of theft of women's underwear dating back to 2006. Inside his Ottawa home, police discovered stolen lingerie that was neatly stored, cataloged, and concealed. Wow. A week after William's arrest, investigators reported that along with hidden keepsakes and other evidence found in his home, they had matched a print from one of, of from one of the homicide scenes to his boot. Um, in April 2010, Williams was placed on a suicide watch at Quint Detention Center in Nap- Napanee, Ontario, after he tried to kill himself by wedging a stuffed cardboard toilet paper roll down his throat. Oh, come on. Yo, <laughs> let them go. Wow. You know what I mean? We don't, we don't need wow. to uh, be checking wow. in on this guy, right? Come on, fuck this guy. Wow. Williams' lawyer stated that his client would plead guilty to all charges filed against him. So here's the weird thing about the interrogation video. He's concerned about his wife the whole time. Like, I saw somebody who loves his wife and wants to protect her against all of this shit. Like, that's what it looked like to me. Like, protect her like, oh my God, she's going to freak out when she yes. hears about what like, I've done. Absolutely. she and has like, no idea. And also probably in some sort of psycholo- psychological way, protect what she view how she views him yeah like she's one of she's probably the closest person to him right oh and my she God. thinks he's a fucking hero probably <gasps> right and he was just like when they were giving all this evidence and the guy's like he said something about his wife like we're gonna call your wife he was it's almost like as soon as they mentioned his wife he was like all right i'll write everything down what do you want me to do like it was like he couldn't the wife finding out was a thing for him. It was very odd. On October 18th, 2010, Williams pleaded guilty to all charges. On the first day of Williams' trial and guilty plea, details emerged, because they have to present all the evidence, yeah. right? Details emerged of other sexual assaults he committed, including that of a new mother who was woken with a blow to the head while she and her baby were asleep in the house. Oh, God. The first day of trial also revealed that Williams had pedophiliac tendencies, Stealing underwear of young girls as young as nine years old. Oh, God. Oh, my God. He made 82 fetish-related home invasions and attempted break-ins between September 2007 and November 2009. Williams had progressed from break-ins to sexual assaults with no penetration to finally rape and, and murder. Um, so, and he murdered two, and if he would have, he would have been oh, a serial yeah. killer. Absolutely. They say he's a serial killer. Yeah. Uh, he had kept detailed track of police reports of the crimes he was committing, wow. logged his crimes, kept photos and videos, and even left notes and messages for his victims. In a break-in into the house, the bedroom of a 12-year-old girl, <gasps> he left a message on a computer saying, Merci. Ew. He had taken oh. thousands of pictures of his crimes and had kept the photos on his computer. Crown attorney Robert Morrison presented numerous pictures of Williams dressed in the various pieces of underwear and bras he had stolen, frequently masturbating <gasps> while lying on the beds oh. of his victims. So he would put all the oh. underwear on, oh, he'd strip no, down, no, 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 put all no, the underwear no, on and no, lay in their no, beds and jerk no, off. No, 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 no. Some of the photos present, <laughs> I'm no. sorry, but I would freak the fuck out. no. Wouldn't you freak out? Uh, no. 
I, this is like upsetting. <laughs> it's really bad. Some of the photos presented on the first day of his trial were pu- published in several newspapers. I have them in our notes. There are oh, pictures of him in his underwear as, or in the underwear. As some newspapers explained, although troubling, the photos were published because they captured the essence of the crimes of Williams and showed the true nature of his crimes. Among the news, by the way, in the pictures, it's so weird because he puts it on, but he's still standing in this like manly like pose it's so fucking weird. It's not like he's like Silence of the Lamps, like, you know, trying yeah. to do a whole. No, it's very like. he he Maybe he's connecting to them. Yeah. It's so, it's such an odd picture. So um, Ontario Superior Court Justice Robert F. Scott sentenced Williams on October 22nd, 2010 to two concurrent terms of life imprisonment with no consideration of parole for 25 years. After his conviction, the Governor General of Canada, David Johnston, revoked Williams' commission and expelled him from the armed forces. Williams was stripped of the rank of colonel in the Royal Canadian Air Force as well as his military decorations. He was allowed to keep his military pension equal to $60,000, 60000 Canadian dollars per year still as terminating it would require an act of parliament wow yeah after so so sorry 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 the two consecutive because I know in Canada like they usually just do like a life sentence like isn't that a rare thing for them to do the the two life sentences at the same time I would think so because I thought that That they like that they're um because I know we do it here a lot Mm -hmm. in the U.S. but I know like they have different not, not that they're more lenient but like they have different approaches yeah to that so after he be, after being returned to the forces, uh, his uniforms were burned, his medals were cut into pieces, and the Kiss Commission scroll, which is the instrument of the commission, was shredded. Like the waiter says, now he's this commander, right? The paper action similar to the components of a military degradation. Ooh, his They're vehicle. Like, we're done. We're done. Yeah. Oh, that's his, disgusting. Yeah. The, his vehicle, which is the Nissan Pathfinder, was Pathfinder was similarly crushed and scrapped. Um, and two, just, and so at the end, so he's still in jail, obviously he's still in prison in December, 2010, Williams's wife began the process of filing for divorce. Oh, this poor woman, Hillary together with a request to have any of her financial medical information sealed by the court. Like, I think she doesn't want this guy or anybody to know anything about her. Like she just wants to be left fuck alone. I mean, what would you do? Like, Oh my god! I would change my name. Oh yeah, no, I'm out. Like, wouldn't you? You like, would change? never see me again. Yeah, like I would need my name changed. No. I would move away. Like, mm. I, I just, I wouldn't. That that's the only thing that oh I my could god. do. It's fucking awful. The divorce was not finalized until years later, and uh, her request was denied in 2014 for to have everything set private. Wow. You know? wait, wait, it was denied. Yeah. Why? I guess she's. I mean. She's technically not like a victim, so that's it. My God, I know that's weird that they denied that though. Like, maybe there's something. I'm just also, trying to think. Like, why would they deny something like that? I don't know. But also, the psychologist said it's odd because he was like 46 when he started doing this, and so the the, the woman said it was very odd. The psychologist, because you know, usually these sorts of proclivities start coming up like in your 20s yeah. or it's late teens and in your 20s so the fact that he like held Controlled off it. yeah and like didn't do it like and he are must they have been sure already... are they sure like there's nothing from his like early days no did he have some kind of accident so know... that's another thing i read is that at one point he started taking some sort of medication and he he blames it on that like this thing did it but like i don't know because i know like if you have a head injury or something like that like that there can be 
Yeah. Something, but what kind of medication that it would like know. change your police that would, you know, he's a military, he knows right from wrong. Well, one you know? and two, like if you start having weird thoughts from taking medication, wouldn't you say to your doctor, like, Hey, I've never felt this way before. Now I'm on this medication. Get me off of it. Yeah. Right. I mean, little girls bedrooms. Um, bruh. It's fucking horrific. Ugh. Well, Ugh. Have, well, have a great week, everybody. <laughs> And there we have it. So Canada's not that great, all right? They're yeah. not that great. I mean. Although, let me tell you something. Not although. Also, I watched that. I think it was on HBO. There's like a, a they call it the Ken and Barbie Killers. Oh. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, the couple. That's They're from Canada. Canada. That's yeah, Canada. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, that is so Fucking sick. insane. Insane. I've, I've listened to podcasts on that before, and it She's is. She's nuts. No, no, the sister, the older sister is terrible. The, yeah, the the Barbie yes, situation. Yes. Who did that to the yeah, turtle? Yeah, the little sister. No. And other women. Can you imagine the parents? No. It was uh, the fucking craziest shit I've ever seen. I did, that, that story Ken is Ken and Barbie Killers. There's a whole documentary. else. I believe it's HBO. We got to, you got to go watch yeah. it. It's fucking wild. I just can't believe that there's so much fucking evil in, in human beings. Like what an evil person she was. Yeah, no. And the I, two and of them together. Oh, it's just like they, they fed off each other and she was so like. But I think she was sick before that. Like she's yeah. sick. No, to do that to your sister. Like girl. Oh my God. And, and it, it, the whole thing. And it was like Christmas, wasn't it? Yeah. It was a like Christmas There was night. a part that was fucked up. That, yeah. Yeah. Oh, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Jesus God. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my so God. fucked up. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, dude. Evil. Pure evil. So awful. Walk in the planet. All right, we got to cleanse the palate. Uh, yeah, I told you that oh, I, yeah. started, um, <laughs> I started re-watching um, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, I'm, I'm re- doing another rewatch right now. So I just I finished. Am, I started over again. Yeah, so, so I am now... So I know that there, there's a new season coming out. Oh, yeah. Um, like next year is supposed to drop. Yeah, okay. Um, but I'm on season two. I'm oh, yeah, like, so good. I cannot tell you. Like the episode with that doll... Oh, would they cut and the hair? Eric, Judy, the yeah, Judy, Judy doll. doll the- Judy, Judy, Judy. <laughs> what do you mean? That I thought she- it, she's not, she's a very bright child. Yeah. Well, she didn't know the hair was going to grow. Was it going to grow back? And, uh, but, but the best part of that oh episode is when they come back to the house and you hear that Western music. Yeah. And you see Susie standing <laughs> yes. there and she's like, you sick yeah. fucks. Where's the doll? Yes. Yes. Five minutes. And also she's my favorite. Oh yeah, no, forget when it. she is that when they're because they go back to uh the, the house of that like ABC guy. Yeah. And and she's just like, you yeah, know, she's yeah, not yeah. speaking, she's like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did. And but at like, one point he puts the doll's head down, down his, his pants. Yeah, and he gets and the so rash. When she starts yelling at them, he's itching himself and she goes, Stop scratching your balls and go get the doll's head. <laughs> oh my god. He's oh got to be. The funniest motherfucker. But yeah, you know ever. what? So I've seen it, you know, full through, and then I I saw it like once again full through. Yeah. Like I don't remember. It's been a while. Yeah. You know. Um. You know who I don't like? The wife. 
I can't yeah. stand Cheryl. I knew you were going to say that because you know how I know? Because I'm now in, I'm like in a later season where he's in New York and he's tooling around, but like he's dating. Like there's all these great situations yeah. with the dating. And I got to tell you, I don't miss her. And now that all of the shit's happening with her husband, um. that fucking awful, I don't know why I've said husband in quotes, but like this piece <laughs> of shit, Democrat, I can't stand that fucking guy. Now I'm like, I'm glad she's not on there. I Fuck get, her. I have to tell you. No, she's, she's the worst. She is so annoying. And she's and so like, even like, like I was like, wait a minute. The end of season one, they sell their house yeah. because she doesn't like the wire. Yeah. And then they buy this huge house that he doesn't really want, but she wants the house. Yeah. And it's like every, like she just is like, I think kind of demanding. Yeah. Well, there's that. And a jerk. And she's like, you're just going to lay around all day. Like, dude, this man. Yeah. He made created, billions of dollars. Billions like, of dollars. Like he's worth 500. I looked it up. Yeah. He's worth, because I, because uh, 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 when, um, when he trips Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> Jeff is like. You could buy the Lakers. Yeah. That's how you can, you know. And, like, and I was like, "Well, can he buy it?" And, oh, yeah. and my husband was like, "Well, no, that, that's billion dollar industry." Oh. And I said, "Well, let me look it up." And so the bill, the, it's three point six billion uh, for the Lakers, and he's worth five hundred million dollars. Yeah. I'm sorry, and growing like. Let him lay around and do nothing. Yeah, and also, so, P- you know what I mean. P- but like, also, P.S. Um, there's another great part where. He gives his kidney to Richard Lewis, and it looks like he's going to die. This is in a later season. And as he's floating above his body, they're all arguing, and she's right at the lawyer going, so when can we look at the will? Like, she's like, so she, he makes her yeah. character very, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Ugh. So fucking good. I just don't, I just feel like My favorite thing ugh. about him, what I've noticed rewatching it a million times, is that he, you know the shit's about to hit the fan when he goes... Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Because he's about to go. <laughs> he's about to say something. Something bad. He should not say the, at all ever. The other thing is he's always in these shirts with like holes in it. You know, like it, it like if you look closely at some of the stuff he's wearing, he's got like really? tiny holes. And my husband was like, oh, yeah, it's called. Oh, I forget what it's called in Seinfeld. But he's like, it's the blob, the golden shirt, the something shirt. Oh, and it's oh like yeah, the yeah, shirt yeah. You never that watch the golden boy. And the golden yeah, boy. Baby yeah. blue. Boy blue. Boy so, blue. Something like that. Something yeah, yeah. like that. And um. So it's somewhere in episode one or two and like they don't really mention it, but he's got these shirts and one of them he wears over and over and it's got tiny like pinhole. Weird. It's ratty. I've never noticed that. Yeah. How and weird. I was like, look at him in these ratty ass clothes. Mm. But Cheryl, Jeff, no. Jeff is hilarious too. Oh, but Susie, oh, Susie he loves, takes the so cake. So I, when I, when I rewatched it. Right now they're it, separated. Right now they're separated. Yeah. When I rewatched it recently. in the house to get the Judy doll. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing about the shelf is. And the yeah. Whole the, shelf, the thing, uh, when oh I rewatched gosh. it, I started watching interviews with him. And then I started watching interviews with the cast. Like they did like a cast ensemble interview, at like the yeah. Y in New York or whatever. And they talk about everybody on the show, but they talked about, um, they talked about uh, how Cheryl, you know, I don't know, just why? Like, why is she there? I just, I don't like her from the beginning. No. I think there, and also he got divorced in real life. And yes. I think that's why on the show he was like out. You know what I mean? Yes, like she's, yes, Her yes. whole part's out. I just, I don't know. It was interesting to me to see the dynamic between them. And when I first, first, I mean, because, God, this show's like 20 years old. Like yeah. when I first started watching Curb Your Enthusiasm, 
she didn't rub me this way. You know, like, I, it's like, I don't no, know. it's now. It's, it's because now. she's involved with Kennedy. Yeah, but I don't know. She's just annoying. But her character overall is annoying. And it's funny how, like, hindsight or time goes. The same thing with Sopranos. I can't stand Carmella. Carmella, I think, Are you going to make that lasagna, wor- though? I am. I sent Tina a thing on Instagram, <laughs> and this guy's making Carmella's lasagna, and he's got the whole thing, and I go, yeah. oh, Tina's got to. Yeah, I'm going to try. I told my husband, I said, I want to try to make this. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so good. You have the sweet sausage, and I yeah. need the layer basil. Yeah. That's Carmella's yeah. lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> That's Junior, right? Yeah. Junior? It's Junior talking to, to Bobby Bacala yeah. because Bobby thinks it's Janice. Yeah. And, uh, oh, my God. Oh. So good. Junior had Janice's number from when she was a kid. Oh. But I mean, the, the actress I love, like the character I she, love. She shows up on Kirby Enthusiasm. In the yes, 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 I'm watching yes, right yes. Now. She's, she's, I love her. Oh, such a great actress. Oh, all right, well. We'll see you next week. Okay. Hey, bye. Bye. If you want to see any photos or take a deeper dive into our stories, please follow the episode notes on our blog at themuckpodcast.fireside.fm. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Muck Podcast. To support The Muck Podcast, please visit our Patreon page. We have three levels of support and different goodies for each level. Muckraker, Policy Wonk, or Bleeding Heart. We can't do this without you.